good morning, good afternoon, whatever it is to you right now, it is a happy Friday. Man, those are like melodious words. I think people work every day just so they can get to Friday. But listen, happy Friday. Melodious. Melodious. Spell that. M U M O M. Never mind. Right. <laughs> uh, but I know I I can use it okay. and I can use it there appropriately. Listen, y'all hear the extra voice in 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 the background? That is my brother and my friend. Um, he is absolutely phenomenal. He is the Channel Four uh, sports anchor and reporter, Mr. Brian Jackson. Y'all welcome, Mr. Brian Jackson. What's up, Brian? What's up, man? Listen, I, I appreciate you coming on board, man. Thanks for having me. Man. Uh, appreciate I, it for sure. Listen, so what's crazy is we met at our barber shop yeah. that we still go to to right. this day, and we two brothers at a barber shop in Avondale. Avondale <laughs> in Jacksonville. Go figure, right? That's my and, and listen, we met and we instantaneously yeah. connected. Right. You know what I mean? So listen, it's been fantastic. I appreciate you. You you know where you at tonight? Yeah. You are at Dominate. You can say it. Dominate your podcast. Dominate your life podcast. He missed the, yeah, your no, life. It's all good. Bad. It is all good yeah. in the neighborhood. But yes, it is Dominate Your Life podcast. We're super excited about this podcast. And just like we're basically having a chit chat with chat. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Hanging so, out. yeah, we're just hanging out. Listen, so um, the reason for this podcast is, and the reason I wanted to bring you on board is one, you're influential. You know what I mean? You're on TV, and that's what people see. They see the lights. <laughs> Yeah, and you know I like the lights. Right. You know, Channel Four showed me mad love. Shout out to Channel Four um, and Twelve. Um, that was pretty cool. That's yeah, kind of subtle. Hey man, yeah, you, you, you gotta touch all three, man. Yeah, don't, don't say yourself short now. Yeah, well, first goes living. You know what I mean? I did all of it. <laughs> but you know, like I wanted to bring you on this podcast um, because people see the lights, man. They see mm-hmm. and 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 sometimes don't confuse the lights with you know, uh, some of those dim and dark moments in your life. <laughs> yeah, because they definitely exist. So tell us, like, one, who are you? Like, who's Brian Jackson? And then we'll get into, you know, what are those dim and dark moments look like in your life? Who is Brian Jackson? Like, that who is, we be? open canvas. Uh, well, Brian Jackson is a guy who realized he wasn't going to make the NFL or NBA by about 7th or 8th grade. So this was the next closest thing I could do. To, uh, talk about sports Yeah, all day. talk about sports. Yeah, I actually met a guy, my cousin, was dating a local sportscaster in Chicago where really? I grew up. And growing up as a kid in the 90s from Chicago, of course, I'm a Bulls fan. Uh, so Michael Jordan is, of course, the biggest course. person, still the biggest person ever in life. Of course. And I met this brother, and he told me that he got paid to go to Bulls games and talk to Michael Jordan. And I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> what? Like, you get paid to go to practices? Like, you literally talk to Michael Jordan, and you go to games for free? What a job. And I've been sold ever since. Really? So that, yeah, that was probably about seventh, sixth, seventh grade, somewhere in that general ballpark. And this is all literally all I've ever wanted to do my entire life. So you, so off air, you told me you went to Howard University. Yes, I'm a proud HBCU alum, the Howard University. So, so who's the, so? This was what I want to know. Who's the real HU? Is it Hampton or Howard? 
That's did you, what did I you, wanted. Did you hear who did? That's did you hear what statue they just put up at Hampton? I asked. I just want to. I just want to ask the question. I'm, I'm have to go Who's to the real H? Is it Hampton or Howard? I'm so to go so to let's. Howard. Go to Howard. So, so as a journalist, I believe in facts, right? So Howard was founded. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Howard University, in uh, what was it, 1867? Hampton was founded as the Hampton Institute. They did not become a university until sometime in the 80s. Mm. Mm. Literally, it was the Hampton Institute until sometime in the 80s. Therefore, it's not even a question about who's the real HU. Literally, the facts say that Howard University was founded in 1867. So about 150 years later, don't check my math, is when Hampton <laughs> finally became a university. So he just gave us, he just gave us uh, a clear and concise HU. Hate you. Plus Howard, man. Howard got the swag behind it, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. I mean, I know about Hampton, you know, because you when know I was about Hampton, I served in the Navy, so, <laughs> and I'm gonna plead the fifth after that. <laughs> I lived up there. <laughs> Hampton's a cool school, though. It, it was yeah. cool, man. It was, man. Like the song said, oh, what a night. You know, we had some good times. Like I've that. had some good times at Hampton, too. <laughs> but anyway, you know, but so that's that's you in a nutshell. You follow sports um, yeah. here in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, you're very passionate about it. Um, I'm a fan. You know what I mean? And you and I instantaneously, we connected um, at the barbershop. And most people um, that know me, I walk in the barbershop the same way every single time. Mm -hmm. I greet every single person, give you a fist bump. Hi, you doing? It's good to see you. Um, And that sort of thing. And and clearly, so you've been a speaker at uh, one of my events, Mm -hmm. the Live to Give. Um, And then um, you got invited to the wedding that you were late for. But anyway. (laughs) I was uh, at work. (laughs) I literally came on my dinner break at work. Yeah, clearly you did. No, we appreciate the love. (laughs) So we talked. So you got the lights all day, every day. I don't think about it that way, though. So talk to us. There has to be like, I mean, people like, oh, my gosh, you're on TV. Like, no, you don't think about that. So is it, I mean, why you don't think about it? Is it you being humble or is just like like, it's just your job? It's just I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I'm blessed to be in this position. I really appreciate it. But I don't think of like, okay, I'm going into the studio and I'm talking to 100,000 people on TV like. It's literally me, the three other anchors, the floor director, and a camera. Like, that's it. Like, you're not Damn. thinking about everybody at home watching. Sometimes I take it for granted that people are actually watching this. To me, it's just like I'm just doing my thing. You're just doing your thing right. uh, in front of, you know, God but knows you don't who's think about watching. It. Yeah. I don't, I don't think about it in those, those terms. You just like, go and do your job. Yeah. So you like the Patriots. You just do your job. <laughs> okay, bad, bad plug for the Patriots, Super Bowl champions. I hope I'm okay. a little bit better than the past. But yeah, man, I don't I don't let all that stuff get to my head. Um, whether it's 100,000 people watching or whether it's, you know, five people watching. Well, that's Brian. Brian Jackson in a nutshell. Uh, we thank you for listening to this uh, afternoon <laughs> session of WHL <laughs> Live Podcast. Not so fast, my friend. Who is that? Sports trivia. Uh, oh, oh, did Lee, I just? Corsa. Okay, I thought Hold I almost on, stumped him. Wait a second. I learned about that from uh, NCAA college football yes. video game. So I still <laughs> play. NCAA. Oh yeah. So fun fact: I still play NCAA 14. 14? 06, the best one. Well, 14 is the last one they made. Yeah, it is true. Well, I still play it. That's the only video game I play. Greatest for- sports football video game ever. ever. Period. By well, far. I think I need to make a disclaimer for all of our confused um, listening audiences or well, audience. That was horrible, wasn't it? That's Audience, right. well, whatever. 
audiences. I like it. Um, you hear a third voice. Can you introduce yourself, third voice? What's going on? Um, I am Anthony Rogers. I'm over here producing, adding a little bit of something, something to the pie. I'll be in and out forever. That's <laughs> a sports movie quote for you. Anthony is the engineer for Dominate Your Life podcast, but he he adds that sauce. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. I have a little bit of podcast experience, so I'm just here to guide my brother Vent. to the success. Yeah, yeah, yeah better than that. Y'all, if y'all yeah, listen, if team. y'all in the right. network, y'all probably know me from other podcasts. So that's what's up. For sure, for sure. So listen, all right. So you don't look at it at the lights. All right, I Not get it. All. all right. So take the lights off. So I want to get like to the inner core of Brian, like because challenges, like we talk about dominating your life, like challenges come packaged in like so many various ways. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like just it, the, different people, different packages, right? Different paths and different paths, absolutely. Yeah. So I want to know your path, like you, some you've you got the lights, but if we were to dim the lights, <laughs> you know, I keep. Talking it took about a lights. long time to get here. Yeah. So Do, I'm, you experienced challenges along yeah, your path. Absolutely. So I yeah. graduated Howard in 2006. Okay. And started first job coming out of school. Keep in mind, I'm living in D.C. Crazy expensive. I'm like, all right, you know, I went to Howard. I'm about to get this job on TV. Like, I'm I'm good. You gang. I made a job. First job out of school was at uh, Comcast Sportsnet. Making $22,000 a year as a production assistant. That's, that's like horrible. Right. So to put that in perspective, right? So here, you know, Publix is one of the big, you know, grocery yeah. stores. So there in D.C., it's Safeway. Right. So the cashiers at Safeway made more per hour than I did as a production assistant at Comcast. Here I am, Howard University graduate, degree. My mama was mad. Like, what do you mean they only paying you? <laughs> we paid all this money for you. Go to Howard. Yada, yada, yada. So yeah, humble beginnings to uh, to say the least. So, so you had almost the prestige, but you didn't mm-hmm. have the profit. Well, yeah, but I I mean I knew that getting into the game. Right. Uh, they say you don't make any money in journalism, especially starting out. Not that I'm like balling out of control. Not that I'm at Channel Four, but uh, doing a little bit better now than where I started. That's for sure. So what did that path look like from then? Like, there's a couple roads. There's a couple yeah. detours. Man, you know what I mean. There's like, so many. <laughs> let me okay. So like for you ever want no, to give up? Uh, no, because I don't have a plan B. You don't have a plan B. This mm-hmm. is your plan. Yeah, this is this is it. So All I've right. never wanted to do anything else. Really? Um, it took me. I mean, I started working on Comcast at 22, and I got this job in Jacksonville at 31. So, Man. and you know, I kept getting promotions, you know, here and there. When I got my first promotion from an associate, from a PA to an associate producer, I was making thirty six thousand dollars a year. Now. Coming from making twenty two, I'm like, man, I'm balling. Right? <laughs> you know. In the meantime, I had a job as a traffic reporter because you can't afford to live off of twenty two thousand dollars. So you didn't do DC. you didn't even do sports. I had to do what I had to do. I had bills to pay. So you almost getting your foot in the door. Well, I mean, working at Comcast Sportsnet was the sports part. Okay. So I'm doing behind the scenes work. Right. But again, I'm only making twenty two thousand dollars a year. So I had to get the traffic job. So some days. This is how crazy my schedule was back then. So I would work from Comcast from like 3 to like 11.30, 11.45, something like that. Then some days, two or three days out the week, I would drive back to my house, take a nap, and get up for my traffic job, which I had to be at at 5 a.m. Keep in mind, I just got off work at 11.45. So then I'm waking up at 4.15 to go do my traffic job from 5 a.m. to 10 a.m. 
and then go back home, take another nap and be back at work by 3 p.m. at the second job. And I did that for about a year until I got that promotion. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, so just he, to pay the bills. Okay. So somebody listening right now. <laughs> so everybody in life has gears, right? It's kind of like your car. Right. Everybody has gears. You got to park. You got to reverse. You got to neutral. You got to drive. Right. So what drives you? Like, cause that's a lot going on. That's a lot of hours. I, mean, I don't think like, about what? it like that. I've never been that type. Like, I'm just one of those. I just do what I got to do. So you said, did you set a goal and say, all right, this is what I want to do? And- well, okay. So all this time while I'm working at Comcast, keep in mind, I was there for nine years. I'm applying for other jobs as an everyday sports anchor reporter and just not getting callbacks. Like not getting nothing. So how did that make you so, feel? So, I mean, I was kind of like, all right, it'll happen eventually. So in my free time, I'm like, you know, because I'm there working full time, I still got access to editing stuff and mm-hmm. go out with reporters and stories. So I'm building up my resume tape over the years. Then at some point, I didn't even realize the GM of our station, I didn't even know she knew who I was. So I'm thinking like, oh, I'm just some little associate producer or whatever. And she was like, well, we're getting ready to have these uh, – we're getting ready to start covering sports on the internet. I know that sounds crazy now that you think about it, but like in 2008, 2009, yeah. I remember flip phones, yeah. so it don't sound crazy. Right. Remember the <laughs> so like, Just want to say, Soulja Boy is the ringtone king, right. so yeah. <laughs> uh, Leonard Chapman does not know who Soulja Boy is. Lies and slander. <laughs> so like, at the time, it was like, you would come to our website, and it would basically just be the TV schedule. <laughs> like, and people who work there, and like, that's it. She was like, yeah, we want you to, you know, cover the Wizards and you know, start doing some videos and stuff for the web. I'm like, okay, cool. So I applied for that. Now I'm making like $50,000. I'm like, okay, I'm good now. So did that for another three or four years and then used that experience to talk to our executive producer of live events. And I was like, hey, have you guys ever thought about having any sideline reporters for some of your college football and basketball games? And he's right. like, yeah. But we've usually had kind of like students do that. And I was like, well, you know, can I get a shot? And he was like, I mean, we can't pay you, but you can do it. So. So you putting your foot in the so door. So that was my, that was literally my foot in the door doing college football and basketball games. The CAA conference of schools like William and Mary, Old Dominion, James Madison. So I'm doing those games on my off days from work, not getting paid driving my own gas to get to these games. Now he would, he would kind of hit me off a little bit. He would say like, Hey, I can't pay you, but I can expense your gas. So that was his way of paying me basically. So over the years and I did that and did that. And then ended up being the mystics, the Washington mystics. Side yeah. WNBA. For, yeah. For two or three seasons. And I kind of used all of those experiences over that nine years, I guess I was at Comcast in order to get this job here in Jacksonville. So, like, people that's listening, like, they, like I told you about the gears. Like, we're our life is like cars, you know, and sometimes people, you know, you know, they, I think they have a desire to dominate all mm-hmm. aspects of their life, but for some reason, they, they're in park. Right. You know what I mean? For others, they 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 go in reverse, mm-hmm. and that's the most horrible thing is to, when you go backwards. Right. You know, I was at a, I was doing a keynote presentation, and I said the worst decision that you can make in life ever is to become comfortable with yesterday. And you might want to tweet that out. 
Okay, <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, but that's the worst decision that you can make. I don't care if it's success, like whatever you right. succeeded on yesterday. Like, don't become comfortable with it. You know what I mean? Like, there has to be more for your life. Mm -hmm. Your the goal for your mm -hmm. life is results. So, but it seems like you always had a, you, you know, your your life, your your car, so to speak, right. was in drive. What kept you motivated to stay in drive? Because I come on, be real. You had some opportunities going reverse. Or put it um, in park. You had opportunities. Because, I mean, I didn't get to my goal. I mean, I've always wanted to be a sports anchor, reporter. So, I mean, when I, I'm not even lying. When I say I probably applied to over that times three, four hundred something jobs. You applied for three or four hundred jobs? I mean, over the course of nine years, yeah. So, like, it went from the point, And it's funny because it's it. like, it's going through there. technology. So, like, when I first got to Comcast. I'm like literally running back, hitting play on a VCR, and then sending out DVDs and VC and uh, VHS tapes. Wow! To the point where eventually, where it's like, all right, well now I got a YouTube page, <laughs> and now I'm putting it on YouTube. Oh, so literally man. lived through, <laughs> yeah, I guess technology throughout that uh, yeah nine year span it took me to get here. That's interesting. So like when I look back over my life, right. I can identify certain people who played a very critical, instrumental role mm -hmm. in my life. My first grade teacher, Ms. Tyler. Ms. Tyler was my, I mean, she she was my lady. My kindergarten teacher, Ms. Peachy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? My sixth grade history teacher, Ms. Hester. I could go on and on and on. Like, do you have that one person or people? I got a couple people. Yeah, yeah. who are so, they? So, definitely uh, Chris Miller from Comcast Sportsnet. So, in D.C.? In D.C. He's still there, actually. Shout out to Chris yeah, Miller. Yeah. Shout so out to Chris Miller. So, he is their Wizards beat reporter slash host and everything. And he came in from Cleveland. And I was like, man, this a dude looks like me. Who's doing exactly what I want to do? So, what do you look like, Brian? I'm a I'm a black man <laughs> with a beard. <laughs> I'm black, y'all, and that's black, y'all, and that's black, and then black, and then that's black, y'all. Um, um, so I, I don't have a beard, by the him. way. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of learned up under him over the years. One of the coolest things we actually did was coming off of the Gilbert Arena's gun situation, which was crazy. I remember crazy. that. You so remember? I was covering the Gilbert yeah. Arena's gun. You you covered? Yeah, I covered that. That's crazy. Yeah. Ooh. Gilbert was crazy. He was. But imagine like what Gilbert Still would be is. like now before like Gilbert. Um, funny story about Gilbert Arenas. Gilbert Arenas is the reason why I'm on Twitter. So really? when, when Twitter first started, I, mean, I don't remember what year this was, but after his knee injury, we're like, wait, okay, when is Gilbert coming back? When is Gilbert coming back? And he said, I'm going to announce it on my Twitter page when I'm coming back. And we're like, well, you're going to do what? So I had to get on Twitter to find out when Gilbert Arenas was coming back. No kid. He literally is the reason why I joined Twitter. And you've been on Twitter ever since. Yeah, ever since. Um, but the year after he did the whole gun thing, they got they gave the Wizards the number one pick in the draft, right? So we were at the draft lottery when they got the number one pick, and uh, we knew that they were going to draft John Wall. So somehow Chris got in touch with John Wall's mom so we drove from new york back to dc basically took a shower changed clothes then we drove down to raleigh north carolina to interview john wall's mom and in the middle of the interview john walks through the door this is before he's even drafted so right. like we met john and kind of developed that relationship before john he wall was from kentucky yeah really 
Yeah, before he literally before he was even drafted. Like those two are still super close to this day. Wow. But that's probably one of the coolest things I would say I did slash covered. Uh, and shout out to our photographer Brooks Brooks Merriweather. He doesn't do social media, but uh, Brooks Brooks is a great dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The three of us got in the car, drove from yeah New York back to D.C. after the lottery. Literally next day, drove to Raleigh and met John Wall in the middle of the neighborhood. Yeah. So I was the first person to have a written article about. John Wall and what it would mean to him to be the number one pick, all of that stuff. I need to go back and find that somewhere. But yeah, man, that's pretty cool. Like everybody get, has that, you know, that one person that like really, really mm-hmm. played a critical role, like in your life. I mean, like I told you, I had teachers. You know, um, and here's the thing: I believe that connection is the new currency. You know what I mean? Like, you make the right connections mm-hmm. with the right people. Yeah. Shout out to Anthony Rogers, who is the third voice, and I made a connection with him. Yeah. Hoorah. It's my you brother. Know, you. Yeah. yeah. You know, but, like, professionally, who who, who kind of – I mean, I know Mr. Miller and all that, but, like, uh-huh. professionally, you know. I mean, you worked with one of the greats. Yeah. You worked with the GOAT in Jacksonville, Sam, Sam Kavaris. Shout out to Sam. Shout out to Sam Kavaris. Sam's great, man. Is. Yeah. Like, you work with Sam Kavaris every single day. Super cool. So, like, how did he play a critical and kind of an instrumental role in your career right now? So, he took me under his wing from the minute I got here. Like, he realized that – and I was terrible. I feel – Jacksonville folks, I mean, I still think I'm okay on TV <laughs> now, but I apologize for having watched me for that first <laughs> first year or two. Um, I mean, because I hadn't anchored before. And I mean, that's right. why I had to come back somewhere smaller than D.C. Cause I was thinking I was good. I was like, oh, yeah, y'all can just make me an anchor in D.C. And they were like, nah, pump your brakes. Tough uh, market. We need you to go. This is a top 10 market. You have zero experience. You need to go somewhere smaller and get better and come back. Like they actually told you that? Yeah. 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 So um, what's funny, I actually got two job offers in the same day. After all those nine years not getting any jobs, literally got two job offers in the same day. That's how funny God is sometimes. Of course. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was thinking about working for the New York Jets. It's kind of like their team reporter for them or uh, coming here to Jacksonville. So actually a guy named Prince O'Hare, he's now the GM of NBC Sports in Boston. Oh, wow. And he happened to be in our office that day. And um, he's like a very big wig within the media circles because it's not that many. At at the time, he was the, I forget exactly what his title was, but basically he was in charge of making all the talent decisions for the NBC Sports Group. So he decided if an anchor reporter is going to our NBC station in Boston or Philly and D.C., New York, whatever, whatever, whatever. So I talked to him about it, and he was like, you need to go to Jacksonville. Keep in mind, I don't know nothing about Jacksonville. I'm like, oh, I'm going to New York. Like, you know, that's the Jets, it's the yeah. NFL. He's like, you need to go to Jacksonville. Only thing I know about Jacksonville is they got the Jaguars. Keep in mind, never been here before. Can we, like, I feel <laughs> like this is a proper segue into giving the the Jacksonville chant. I ain't talking about Jacksonville. Duval. Duval. Right. I, I didn't know that. nothing you about You had heard that? Never. You wonder how would you ain't heard that? Because I'm telling you, if you go to FAM well, that's and you hang around for yeah. two seconds, you're going to hear. You go to Bethune and you hang oh, around you for two seconds, right. you're going to hear. Savannah State, all right. that. So my first day in Jacksonville was my interview at Channel 4. Second day ever in Jacksonville was the day I moved into my apartment. That's it. Really? Yeah. Prince Hill basically was like, look, you need to go to Jacksonville because you're going to cover the Jaguars. You're going to cover college sports. He was like, that's going to prepare you for whatever job is after Jacksonville. 
He was like, if you go to New York, you're just going to get pigeonholed as you're only a guy who can cover the NFL. He said, you go to Jacksonville, and that's going to prepare you for the rest of your career. Oh, mind you, we have a very large high school football market here. Well, yeah, too. it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, so it's you, crazy. you cover that yep. really well. Um, so that's kind of how I, yeah, he kind of steered me in that. I thought we started talking about Sam. But yeah, Sam's been great. Uh, with my time while he was here at Channel 4, we won't get into all of that. <laughs> we <laughs> played the fifth. Great, man. Uh, Sam's a good guy. He didn't have to. Like, he wasn't threatened by me. I mean, there's nothing to be threatened by. Like, I'm a dude who doesn't know anything. You're a good We're guy. a dude who was there for 37 years. He's been, He was at Channel 4 longer than I've been alive, if you think about it in that respect. That's context. Uh, he would look at my – he only got on my case once, and I deserved it. Cause I didn't put a light on it. Tell us, day. tell us. So <laughs> as a uh, p- people at home probably don't know is as the number two sports person in Jacksonville, that means you do everything. I shoot video. I edit. I do the interview. I put the mic on my subject myself. Like I go out by myself when I'm carrying a book bag with like the mic and the XLR cord and light. Tripod. One man band. Yeah, one man band camera. I, I got to do everything. with his podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Facts. Uh, so one thing Sam was always like, he was like, I don't care where you're at. You got to put a light on on whoever you're interviewing. And for whatever reason, it was like a Jaguars game or something. And I'm thinking, oh, it's daylight outside. I don't need to have a light on him. Mm. And I put it on TV and didn't have a light. He ripped into me a new one. And I deserved it because we had just talked about it last week. And he was like, I need you to tell me why you didn't do it. And I was like, I don't have any excuse, you know, da 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 da. Lesson learned, right? Yeah, never did it again. We all we all have lessons um, learned, man. But yeah, he would look at my stuff and say, like, hey, you know, you may wanna like I think I started a on camera read and I was just using the word the too much. He was like, You're a more creative writer than that. He was like, I don't want you to ever start a sentence with the word the. Like the Jaguars versus blah blah. He would say you're more a more creative writer than that. Like he taught me a lot of like nuanced things. Like, even, like, coming out of the commercial break, like, don't just talk right away. He said, take a beat, because sometimes they may clip off your mic, or they may cut off the first couple words you say if you're talking huh. right off or right after coming back from a commercial break. He was like, take a beat and kind of get your catch breath or something like that, and then then talk. So, like, little little things that I wouldn't have known, um, yeah, that he, he helped me with. And he didn't have to, I mean, at all. And you know what? We always have. I mean, those are phenomenal people that just always look out for you. They because mm-hmm. actually they genuinely want the best for you. And right. like that's that's always what I try to share with you know uh, my dominate your life fo- uh, followers, whether it's LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Shout out um, is you know make sure that you surround yourself right. with people who want the absolute best for so you. One of the best things that Chris ever told me. Going back to Chris Miller, he yeah. said, like, I'm helping you now. He said, when you get on, you need to reach back and help out the next person. And Are that's you something doing that, that I've absolutely kept on. Whenever Good somebody emails me, if they're in school, hey, can you answer this question? Like, if I go talk to the kids at UNF, I tell them the same thing. I say, hey, I'm helping you. When you get on, you figure it out. And somebody asks you for help, keep this in mind. Because... Somebody helped you, so you need to go ahead and reach back and help the next person. That's solid stuff, man. Yeah. And that's what it's about. Helping each other dominate right. each other's lives. Right. You know what I mean? It's not about competition. No. Exactly. Everybody has their own path, yeah. man. I agree with that 100%. It's like yeah. what I was talking with you about before the podcast. Like when me and Leonard hooked up, it was all about, let me support this brother. Of right. course. Let me, let, me, let me help pull you up. I feel like um, 
the expression is kind of cliche is each one teach one mm-hmm. yeah. or whatever. But it matters, man. Like we all we got. Right. As a as a people, as a whole, as a community. And even more right. so for people who look like us. Right, exactly. <laughs> and like it's it's you know, it's a picture of Obama that's one of the, I think one of the greatest pictures ever. It's him in the Oval Office when he bend down and mm-hmm. the young man touches touch hair. Like, like, yeah. you it matters, man. Yeah, yeah. it matters. It and so when you matter, see cats man. like Brian or like African American cats doing their thing, right. and you see them building that structure and building that 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 pyramid to success. You want to be a part of it, and hating ain't gonna get us there. Right. So when I see Leonard, yeah. I'm like, man, this dude really got something going. I'm like, yeah. bro, let's link up, let's be brothers. Right. Same thing. Man, so I appreciate I, it, I, yeah. And so when you say that, I think it really resonates, and I think with everybody out there that's listening to the pod, you know, let that resonate with you. Like, yeah, whatever your skill may be, you might not be a newscaster or a sportscaster. You might work at Toys R Us, mm-hmm. but if you the GM at Toys R Us. Show the brother who the stock clerk what he need to do to become right. a GM at Toys R Us. Exactly. And that's what it's about, man. It's like we've got to pull and reach each other, man. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I don't know how simplistic I need to say this, you know, but I'm just going to daggone say it, okay? It is freaking 2019. All that hating stuff and, you know, uh, pulling each other down, talking trash towards each other, right. man. Like, yo, it's 2019. You still doing that? Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's time out for that. Like, it's time for us to help each other take charge and take commands. You know what I mean? Like, Anthony, what's your dreams? Let me help you reach it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I may not have a dollar, you know what I mean? But I may have an encouraging word for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can shoot you a quick text. Yo, right. bro, keep pushing. Yeah. You know what I mean? All help isn't monetary. Right. Absolutely, right. man. And it's true. I do that with Chris Porter, man. We work at competing stations. If I see Chris do a story. Chris hey, Porter? But, yeah. Chris Porter owes me lunch. Okay. By the way. <laughs> Chris Porter, listen, it is on record. For this Dominate Your Life segment <laughs> with Brian Jackson and Chris Porter. Chris Porter, if you're listening to this, you owe me lunch <laughs> at our regular Olive Garden spot. And I want extra dressing on my salad. <laughs> Chris been going hard in the gym, too. That's He has. We're yeah, super yeah, proud of him. Good job, hey, buddy. Look, man. Get it together, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Him, yeah. So, Brian, you seem like... So, okay, <clears throat> let me share something about myself that see if this aligns with you. So, the top three most important things in my life is faith, family, and time. Okay. okay? I value those things, those three things like never before. Mm-hmm. But you have always intrigued me as a person of faith. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So what is it that faith, um, what is it about your faith that um, keeps you afloat? Mm. Uh, everything God's promises. I mean, even if it doesn't happen on my timeline, which it never does. I just got faith that it'll it'll come part when God decides that it's my time. One thing that I completely struggle with as far as my faith is comparison, like comparisons to thief of joy. And sometimes I think about it being completely open and honest. Like, okay, I'm here in Jacksonville, right? We watched the Super Bowl the other day. Mm-hmm. My boy, who I used to work with in DC, Evan Washburn, he was a sideline reporter at the Super Bowl. Like the Super Bowl. In like the ATL. Yeah. Working for CBS Sports. We literally did the same thing when I was trying to get my job. You know, they were like, oh, you need more experience. They were telling him the same thing. Because we were kind of both doing some sideline reporting. Sure. Doing things of that nature. Now, God decided that was his path. Yep. So, yeah, five years ago, we were in the same same boat. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm blessed to be here in Jacksonville. But that guy got to be making like four or $500,000, you know, a year as a sideline reporter for the Super Bowl. And I'm friends with like Maria Taylor from ESPN and 
good friend Alyssa Lang, who was at First Coast News, now at the SEC Network. Like, yeah. These are all friends and peers. And I'm like, all right, they're like, national level. You know, I'm like, here you're Channel 4 in Jacksonville. So you just have to have faith that, like, God has a plan. For, like, one of my pastors from back in D.C. was telling me that, like, right now my assignment is in Jacksonville. And he was like, until you get comfortable with accepting that, you ain't going nowhere. So, well, we love you in Jacksonville, man. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you. You're a fantastic person, fantastic man. Um, and that 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 level. Listen, first of all, you don't have to compare yourself to nobody. It's right. easy to do that, and I appreciate it, I mean, it's, you transparent. It's hard not to, yeah, I appreciate you being transparent. You know that surface stuff that ain't gonna help nobody on this right. podcast. You know what I mean? Because again, they see the lights, but you know when you dim the lights, what does that look like? And it looks like you know what right. I struggle with sometimes. You know, comparing myself to mm-hmm. you know people that I was kind of on the same right. narrow path, friends, and, yeah. and, it, and it becomes discouraging. But you got to you know, for your friends. You got to celebrate your friends' wins, like as as much as like you win. Like you have to do yeah, that. I like it. Like you have to celebrate their wins as well. Because it's like you win, you know, they win, you win. Like we win in together. Like even if it's not happening to you, you have to genuinely be happy and supportive for your friends when they win. Yeah. I mean, like even Jesus, like Jesus had like a, a inner circle. He had Peter, James and John. But I mean, it's no documented proof. But if Peter, James and John did not support each other, I think Jesus would have kicked them out of his inner circle. You know, too, I, I'm a big proponent of you get back what you mm-hmm. put out. Yeah. So if you put out positive energy, you get back positive energy. Of so course. like like Brian say, man, when when one of my homies do their thing, I'm bigging it up. Right. I'm 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 happy. I'm like, let's go, bro. Keep That's what's up. Right. 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 Because first of all, like you said, it's 2019. I'm 30 something years old. What I got to be negative for? Right. I'm trying to figure out. Can I find Whoa, a Popeyes coupon in a draw? I ain't worried oh, about being Five negative, man. Yeah, exactly. What are you going to tell about it? But yeah, like I'm not worried about being negative. And if you put that energy out, and like Brian said, if you genuinely right. feel positive not towards fake, them, like, not fake, genuinely, yeah. they're going to feel that vibe. And you don't ever know, man, that dude working at CBS might be your connection on your next mm-hmm. trip when you Never become know. the you know Sunday dude that's sitting up there for the that's NFL right. next to James Brown. Right. That's what I'm trying to tell you. We've got to help each other. So listen, we're got we're about to land this 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 podcast plane for this evening. All right, but we're gonna do two more things. One, I'm gonna give you what I'm calling um, a QA, okay. not a question and answer, but a quick answer. Okay. Okay. Um, and you've got like literally seconds to answer. Okay. And these <laughs> questions are coming off my uh, dome, and mm-hmm. I have a big dome. My wife said that I have a big head. I don't think your head big. I think you it's don't. square, but it's not big. <laughs> so you just said I have a square head. Yeah, it's like that, a little that square doesn't peanut. Sound, that doesn't sound like... Bro, bro I you got, got a big the game, head. it don't matter, man. Yeah, it don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter how your head looks. Yeah, I got, got a big game. head. But you're supposed to be supporting me. I'm supporting you. That don't mean you can't I tell the truth. Square head. That's right. I tell <laughs> the truth. There you go. Tell me, Brian. I tell the truth all the time. You can't tell the truth. I look like a manatee. big old forehead. Yeah, you got a square head, I look like a manatee. Life goes on. No big deal. You're bald. <laughs> and so are manatees. <laughs> <laughs> so are manatees. So, all right. So, all right. QA. All right. What book are you reading right now? Uh, goodness. What is the name of this? Ooh, it is a book about, uh, what is the name of it? So I just read, okay. Instead, I'll give you a book that I just read. Um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a, you know what? Oh, that I is. I just read that. That is fantastic. Listen. So what's funny is, um, is that my best friend 
has called. Wow. I mean, he calls that the most honor, the most crazy time. So we're just going to say randomly, and we're live on the podcast. Hello to Dan Duggar. We're live on the podcast. Hello, Dan Duggar. How you doing, <laughs> sir? We just wanted to answer the phone because you called. We love you, brother. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. All right. So, all right. So that's the book, right? Yeah, the subtle art of not giving. I can't say that. That's a I great like book, job. by the it way. It is a great book. That's a great book. I like my job, so I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Single, dating, looking, mixing Single. and mingling. Single. That's another story for off off the podcast. Living my best life, right? <laughs> Ain't going back, back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, off the dome. Um, if you could do anything right now, I'm talking about right now. What would be that one thing that you've always desired to do, and you just like you just haven't pulled the trigger yet? I want to go to Egypt. You want to go to Egypt? Yeah, I want to see the pyramids. That's super cool. Yeah, you been? Yeah, man, I was in the navy. Man, that's pretty cool. Man. Yeah, I was, I've never been to you, the motherland. How, yeah, I want to go to the motherland too. Yeah. I want to go to Nigeria though. You know, okay. we West African. Um, but how I felt when you seen the buildings in the streets right next to the pyramids? I was Did it kind of take away from? What? Oh, you was drunk. Come I on, was. Man. I was. Admittingly, so this is the podcast, right? I was drunk. Yeah, man. Because you know, I was Brian, in the navy. I was a young navy sailor. Yeah. So it, I'm thinking like the pyramids. Like, no, oh, brother. Like I mean, it was. Hey, right, truthfully, it was cool. Right. All right. So I'm not gonna say I was just. I'm thinking like it's just in the desert somewhere. No, they're not in the middle of the day. Like in the middle of the city, yeah. Really? Like, yeah. like it's like I if you no were idea. down by the Matthews Bridge, the pyramids would be by Baptist. What? Yeah, like that's. Yeah, like yeah, it's it's bad, huh? It's bad. So interesting. Okay. Yeah. Taj Mahal like that too. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> like just in the middle of the neighborhood. It's just in the middle of the hood, bro. Yeah. It's tires and like trash fires outside the Taj Mahal. Wow, that's kind of cool. Though. I ain't mean to take away your mystique. No, Still go, cool. my brother. Cool. <laughs> cool. I've never been there. <laughs> no, I've never been there. So, because yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I've been, you know, to Europe uh, before. So, like, seeing the Eiffel Tower, and I was like, man, dang, like, like that's the Eiffel Tower. Like, that is the Eiffel Tower. No. Paris, yeah. France. Been to France. Yeah. Yeah. We went to Marseille, France. Okay. Marseille. Yeah. Marseille. Bougie way. Yeah. Marseille. Yeah. Shout out to the I Marseille mean, soccer that, that team. That actually kind of made sense because like I was in Berlin and saw the Berlin Wall and I was kind of like, oh, that's it. That's it? Right. <laughs> Everything <laughs> looked more grand yeah. on TV, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Beer or wine? All oh, beer. Yeah? Yeah. IPA or wheat? I don't do I don't do IPAs. Okay. Shout out to Brian. I don't mm. do them either. <laughs> no. It's gross. <laughs> Brown ales, man. <laughs> Understood. I'll stick to my wine. Listen, Brian. So, man, listen. Um, so we land in this plane. You're going to have a second uh, a moment to share whatever it is, whether it's encouraging, inspiring, motivating, lifting. Mm-hmm. I don't have my thesaurus, but I, I was. I that was, was pretty good. That was, was like six good. in a row. It was six yeah, in a row. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't 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 quote my numbers, but that was like six right. in a row. We're going to go back. We're going to roll with that. We're going to roll with it. We're going to go back and listen if there's six. OK, but um before we do, listen, thank you so much for joining us here um, on Dominate Your Life podcast. Um, listen, um, you added so much value to today, man. You know, your transparency, man. You are a phenomenal person. Uh, like, honestly, I'm getting a little emotional right now. <laughs> like, you are my friend, bro. And, um, you know, you can't really say that about a lot of people. Right. Um, I trust you. If anything ever happened to me, I trust you enough to make sure that my wife well was, of, was yeah. well taken care of. Like, I trust you like that. 
and that that lets me know that I've got a friend in you. Anthony, you are on your way, brother. I'm here, man. <laughs> you, 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 you. I'm just. Sliding. We got to do one more segment for me to like. like I'm like right. I'm like a puppy, right? So if you give me Popeyes once, <laughs> I kind of never leave. Biscuits got to be breast warm. I'm a, I'm a breast guy, believe it or not. But I ain't opposed to eating a thigh. The way my body's set up, I consume all chicken. He's a manatee. That's it. <laughs> uh, breast or thigh, though, Brian. Ooh. I like wings. You man. like wings, okay. Yeah. All right, but man, you are my friend. You are my brother, um, and um, I appreciate you, man. Thanks we for celebrate me, man. you, man. Of course, man. You won't be your last, man. Yeah. Um, and I just appreciate you, man. So you've got, let's say, two minutes. I don't even need all that. Man. All right, it's your floor, man. Get used to hearing the word no and embrace it, because however hard you thought it was going to be, whatever it is you want to do, whether it's a fashion line you want to be a pastor you want to i don't know be a pilot you're going to have some hiccups and a lot of things in your way that are not going to go the way that you planned in your head and you just got to be determined in your head to be like all right i'm going there anyway like all right no so that closed door that just means that wasn't your path so whatever it is in front of you like i said get used to hearing the word no um and keep going anyway and then once you get there you help the next person to uh, to get on your level as well. Well, you ain't got the virtual applause, but I'm just going to give it right there. Magnificent. You heard the man. Get used to the word no. Listen, we thank you so much. Um, we thank you, listeners. Um, find us on all of them. Can Tell us. Yeah, man. Um, y'all can check out Dominate Your Life podcast on all podcast providers. We appreciate everybody that's checking us out on the podcast provider, whether you're on Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Podbeam. Um, this is the first episode, so we appreciate everybody that's tuning in. After five episodes, we'll be up on Spotify, so that's great. Um, yeah, y'all just follow us. Make sure you like and subscribe and share. Get it out there. We can't dominate your life if we're not dominating your inbox. So <laughs> do that. Woo! There it is. Listen, this is Dominate Your Life podcast. We're just trying to help you to become better people, stronger in your mind. Uh, stronger in your heart so that we can take command and take charge over every aspect of your life. Listen, I love each and every one of you all that's listening. But good news is today that God loves you more, though. Y'all be well until next time. Peace.